up, Gospel Gals? I hope we're all doing so well today. As you may have seen on our Instagram at exo.gospelgirls, we decided that we wanted to jump into a new topic and share some new things, and that's going to be on love. In light of Valentine's Day coming up, we want to talk about the greatest love of it all from God. Okay, before we get started, let us open up in prayer, and then we will kind of jump into our topic. Okay. Um, dear Lord, I just wanted to thank you so much for this day and thank you for um, the time you have given us just to be together. Um, I thank you for um, all the girls or guys who are listening and just who are being able to be a part of this podcast. I pray um, for each and every one of them and I pray that as we go into this topic about love and um, your love and the ultimate sacrifice you made that we will just take some things away from it um, and be able to keep them as reminders. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so to start us off, we wanted to talk about the ultimate, I guess, love that you can receive, and that is through Jesus Christ and the sacrifice that he had made. Um, And so we're starting off with the gospel. And so we wanted to start off with kind of going with a little background. So we're going to start with what is the gospel? And the gospel, the word, means good news. And it really is the best news there is. Um, So God sent his only son, Jesus, to come to the earth as a baby. He was born. He lived 33 years on this earth. And then during his lifetime, he died. Um, He was perfect, did nothing wrong while he was on earth. He was fully God and fully man. And yet he still was put to death. And he chose to do this because he wanted us to be able to spend eternity with him and with God. And so the gospel is super simple, and you're going to see that in a few minutes. But just to kind of give what it was, and that was kind of the jumping off point. So, Ashlyn, do you want to share why it is important? Yeah, so the gospel is really important to know because without it, there would be no other way for us to spend eternity with God. Um, We would all be going to hell where you would eternally be separated from him and not know his love but and we are very undeserving of that love but because he loves us so much he doesn't want that to happen for us Mm -hmm. Um, and I also think because he loves us so much he gives us that choice Mm -hmm. to choose him or to not choose him and that way we're not forced to do anything but obviously the best decision is to spend eternity with him Mm -hmm. and sin is kind of what separates us from Mm -hmm. him so we want to accept him, and Katie's going to kind of explain how that works. Yeah, so it's really, really simple. I feel like a lot of times we put so much into the gospel whenever we try to share it with other people, but it's really so simple um, to receive God's love. We just have to understand that Jesus died, he was buried, and then he rose again. I like to think of it in four different steps. Um, one, that God loves you. Uh, he created you in his image. And John three sixteen is a very known verse I'm sure we all know. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So kind of going in with that verse, um, as Ashley and them have said, like sin separates us. Uh, we are born sinners um, because of the first sin of Adam, and that just descended down to us, um, and we're just full of it. But thankfully, through God's grace, he sent his Son, um, as John 3.16 said, uh, to save us from those sins. And with that, it's completely our choice. As to... Um, what we're going to do, as Ashlyn said. 
So in order to love, we also have to receive God's love. And the way that we receive that is to put our full faith and all of our trust in Jesus alone. Like trusting that he um, died for us and that he saved us and that believing that he was died, buried, and rose again. So Bree, do you want to kind of start us off? We kind of want to share a little small testimony-ish type thing to just share how we came to know Jesus and what time of our life that was. So Bree, you want to start? Um, I was seven years old. It was after Awana's one night. Awana's is just a little children's thing that a lot of different churches do, but we had come in from Awana's one night. Me and my sister were in our bed going through verses and trying to learn more verses, and we asked our parents while they were helping us, you know, how do we accept accept the Lord and how do we know and trust Him? So as a seven-year-old, they explained that to us, and we accepted, we both accepted God that night. Um but obviously we were so young, but we were able to like understand and know it as well and still do to this day. So I think that's amazing and God's love is just so great. Yeah, I have a similar age range. I don't remember if I was six or seven. I could have been eight, honestly. But my mom was a secretary here at church and I just remember I had to be here all the time with her. Like I sat in the playroom all the time. But I remember being here and I was just sitting and... I just felt like this overwhelming feeling, and it was weird because I was so young, Mm -hmm. and I can't really remember exactly what I had heard before that made me feel this way, but it was just this overwhelming feeling of, like, I need to go ask my mom about this right Mm -hmm. now, and so I went into the room, and, you know, she sat me down on the couch, explained everything to me like Katie just did for us, and she prayed with me, and I accepted Jesus right there, Um, and like Bree said, I was super young, but it's such a simple thing to understand, and Uh, Jesus loves you whether you accept him at six or accept him at 50, like Mm -hmm. whatever range that is. Um, And then I feel like I just really started to live for him more in like middle school, high school Mm -hmm. age and have continued since Mm then. So, yeah, Um, I think for me as well, I was very I was obviously very young whenever I got saved, just as Bree and Ashlyn just talked about. I was at a vacation Bible school and they did a little altar call and like asked like if you want to know Christ like come up front da, da, da. and I was like oh I need Christ like I knew at the early age that I needed him because I was a sinner and I just wanted to feel the the love and like know what love was and that's exactly what God has shown me mm-hmm. over the several years that I have uh, grew my relationship with him and it's like the more and more that I understand who God is and like understand how much he loves us like I just go back to he sent his son like how many fathers would send their son out to die for one person and it's like my god seriously did that for me like he sent his son to die for me so that i can have a relationship with him that's how much he loves me and mm-hmm. it's just so overwhelming and just such a great feeling such a great knowledge to know mm-hmm. to be loved by god like that uh so kind of in the same i guess you could say age bracket my mine was a little different so i got saved at the age of five like, I came to my parents, and I one night after a Wednesday night church and just said, like, hey, they were talking about this in kids' church, and I want to know more. And so my mom explained, you know, exactly what that meant, that Jesus died, he's buried, he rose again, and how you just have to put your full faith and trust and believe that he did those things, and then you're saved. And so I did that at that age, and then later on in life, I really realized that what that truly looked like and what that truly meant and all those things. And so at the age of 13, I rededicated, which means I kind of took and a step back and 
I fully believe I was saved at the age of five and definitely belonged to God, but just took a step back and said, like, I really do want to put my full faith and trust. Mm -hmm. Like, I completely comprehend and understand exactly what it was. And so, yeah, so I would say was saved at five, but then definitely really understood and put that full faith and trust. So with all that, I just know, um, first and foremost, I know we hear all the time, like, oh, we got to love like Jesus, love like Mm -hmm. Jesus, love like Jesus. But we just thought that was so important to know that in order to love like Jesus, we too have to know and understand like what that love is. So if you haven't um, already before, just say a prayer right now and ask God uh, for that forgiveness because without him, we could be nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And just receive that love from him so that we can give out that love so other people can come to know Christ as well. Mm-hmm. A way that I like to think about it is if you think of like the person here on earth who loves you the very most, imagine that love and then multiply it by like 10,000 okay, billion, a <laughs> hundred kajillion, yeah. however much you want to multiply it by. Um, that's how much more God loves you. And I think it's so crazy because we cannot grasp his love here on earth yeah. mm-hmm. because it is so big. It's nothing like earthly love that we have experienced. Or if you haven't experienced earthly love, then God's love is there and it is very big and for everyone, mm-hmm. but we have to accept him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie, I love how you said like you wanted to know what God's love was and like what love meant when you were getting saved because in First John 4, 7 through 8, it literally talks about God being love because God is love. Mm-hmm. So it says, or part of the verse says, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God and anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just obviously so important to remember because he literally is love. Anything that has to do with love has him in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I heard a quote from Sadie Robertson Huff now. Uh, it says, if you're looking for love, that's exactly who God is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, continue on with that verse later on in First John 4, 7 through 10. It says, this is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to sacrifice to take away our sins. Just going back to that sacrificial love and like how much he really and truly loves us that he would die for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That also kind of ties in. Um, if you want to read a book about like Jesus, like the sacrifice that Jesus made and coming to earth and him dying, Romans is a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. Um, just read the whole thing. But that also kind of reminds me of Romans um, 5, 8. But God chose his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, that was just like the first that first moment of like he created us, but then he loved us so much that he knew we were sinners. He knew we were, like Ashlyn said, we're totally not deserving of love mm-hmm. and for his son to come and die in that sacrifice. But he still chose to. Right. So we're all still sinners, but he still chooses to love us anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think the difference when you accept him is you're still a sinner, but now Mm -hmm. you're a child of him. Mm -hmm. And now you have him to be there Mm -hmm. um, for his grace and his mercy, which should not be taken advantage of. Just because it's there doesn't mean we do something and we say, oh, forgive me. You know, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) That's such like a like child way of thinking. Like I know even I as a child used to think that way. I'd be like, oh, I could lie to my parents and, you know, forgive me. So I'll just pray right afterwards. Yeah, that's not how it is. (laughs) But he is there. And that is the difference when you do accept him is that now it's not just you alone in the sin. Now you have him as your father yeah. leading you through it. It's like when you do receive that love, like you're trying to be more and more 
like him mm-hmm. and like become Christ-like, like we say. And then also mm-hmm. leading into that, we hear so often love like Jesus. Well, sometimes you might ask, well, what does that look like or what is love? And I think I always go back to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 13. And it says, um, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. I think that's a perfect example of like, how does the world's love differ from God's Mm -hmm. love? Like literally those verses, because it points out everything that the world's love is and what God's love is not. Like Mm -hmm. you mentioned um, how the world's love or how love is not like about self so Mm -hmm. world's love is selfish and god's love is about him and about giving and Mm -hmm. um world's love is more about being like using other people Mm -hmm. but god's love is more about being used but in a good way like god wants to use you for much greater things Mm -hmm. in life um that are bigger than you and bigger than the people Mm -hmm. around you um if you just open your eyes and open your heart to him um and like listen to everything that he is trying to tell you um, minus everything that's going on in your head yeah. because he has so many greater plans for you if you choose to walk in his love and be used by him. Yeah. I think one of my favorite on there is love is patient. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think about how patient God has to be with me. Like <laughs> we sin every single day and mm-hmm. like I keep messing up, keep messing up, but God still loves me so much that he's like waiting, like he's waiting for me to return to him and just so patient and doesn't like act out towards me like I feel like so many times here on earth like you can do one thing to a person and it's just like that's it and just seeing like how patient God can be with me just brings me so much joy and shows me exactly what love is Mm -hmm. I had a verse that I wanted to share with the the comment that I made earlier about becoming a child of God and I just completely forgot (laughs) so that's in first John 3 1 through 3 and it says see what kind of love the father has given to us Mm -hmm. that we should be called children of God and so we are the reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of shows you there, too, the difference in being with Jesus and being without him. And, I mean, we were all put here for a purpose, and that mm-hmm. purpose is to spread the gospel and to spread his love. And like we said, we cannot give that love if we have not accepted that love for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That... I was just looking at my notes, and that reminds or kind of ties in with Romans eight thirty one through thirty nine. I have that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good set of verses. Like I said, Romans is a great book. Go read it. Um, but it says, "No, and all these things are more than conquerors through Him who loved mm-hmm. us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height, nor depth nor anything else in all creation." will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So once you have received him and once you've made that choice of salvation, saying like nothing in the end is going to come between you and him. Mm -hmm. And so that's also something that's really amazing. Like Brie was saying, so different from the way human love is. Like the world's love, there's things that are going to separate, right? Mm -hmm. We get mad at each other. We have, you know, it's very selfish. Mm But, like, God's literally saying, like, once you're my child, you're always my child. No matter what you do, none of these things, nothing in life is going to ever separate you again. Mm -hmm. So that really is, like, the ultimate showing of love that we'll never be able to fully express because Mm -hmm. we're just human and that's not how we work, (laughs) unfortunately, because of sin. But 
don't know. I thought it it tied in really well with what you were saying mm-hmm. about just love and how the world's love selfish, but God's love is just vast yeah. and, and I unending. Think sometimes we like we hear that verse, but then we're like, "But I'm already like too far away. Like but I'm, I'm this. I'm, that. I'm this. I've done I'm too that. much. I've done too yeah. much." But such a comforting verse that goes with that to preview wrong in that is Romans ten thirteen, and it says, "Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved." And just mm-hmm. going back to, it just takes a simple, Lord, I need you, and I I can't do this without you. I need your salvation. I need your rescuing. Mm-hmm. I know we already discussed John three sixteen, on even through verses further on, mm-hmm. but. Like you said, like, it's all of us. Mm -hmm. And it's mentioned so many times Mm -hmm. in the Bible. Like, we always think we have to be, you know, a certain way or do, you know, act a certain way to When I get cleaned up, then I'll start coming to church. But that's that's not it at all. Like, God wants you in your dirty. Like, God Mm -hmm. wants you in your imperfectness. Like, when he said, for God so loved the world, he meant everybody Mm -hmm. who, like, is willing to Mm -hmm. believe in him and accept Mm -hmm. him and live in him and see his light and see his love. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. God in the Bible, like if you go and read the stories in the Gospels, he didn't sit with the perfect people or the people who play like the Pharisees and everybody who, you know, pretended that they upheld every law and everything. Like he went and sat with the sinners and Mm -hmm. the thieves and, you know, everyone who in that society, they thought like, there's no way, like if I'm too good, I follow God, like I can't be seen with them. And Jesus literally went and sat with them. There's so many stories over and over and over again. Um, I think so my favorite is the woman at the well, just yeah. being a female and like knowing that. her story, but knowing that Jesus went and sat down with her and then like made her clean mm-hmm. and like gave her living water. And mm-hmm. that's exactly who he is. Just and so I, I think that's like why God and the Bible and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are all so perfect because he gave us this book that mentions so many like examples that mm-hmm. we can relate to or like mm-hmm sinful people that we can relate to but then shows us how he worked in their lives Mm -hmm. because we can't always see how he's working in our lives Mm -hmm. it's very hard for us to see especially in the moment but he gave us this book that is so beautiful Mm -hmm. and shows us so many wonderful examples yeah how he saved Mm -hmm. them or how he worked in their lives yeah Yeah. because i mean if you think about it the bible is just like a full book on how much he loves us and there's mm-hmm. some messy parts of it and there's mm-hmm. some parts that really don't make sense sometimes or <laughs> you know those books that are just like little that we kind of just skip over but everything was written for, for a reason yeah. Yeah. and it may not apply to us right now in this very moment but it applied to someone for a certain reason mm-hmm. yeah he wrote it for a purpose for whether it's a people group like mm-hmm. us now or whether it was a people group in the past yeah. like it everything had like you said had a reason <laughs> so i want to close this out again with just john three sixteen. um for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life and i know we've said that verse a hundred times and i know it may, may be too familiar to some of you but if you haven't heard it or if you have a hundred times it is very important because mm-hmm. it shows his ultimate love and his ultimate sacrifice like we've said mm-hmm. so we hope that you gained something from this maybe accepted jesus into your heart from this um that would be the ultimate hope because mm-hmm. we are here to share the gospel and to share his love with everyone so thank you for listening and keep up with our instagrams and things XOXO Gospel Girls.